0: So make sure you hop over to ValPerformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have. Whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com CVASPs. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMaio coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Today, guys, I kind of wanted to revisit a little bit of a discussion that we were having on Twitter recently, and that is discussing, again, the idea of these models that people are using when it comes to developing their performance staffs um, in in higher level sport, whether it be the pros or college. Uh, And this conversation stemmed uh, around the idea and the implementation of the medical model, uh, which for those of you who may not be aware, that basically has a physician as the lead of the entire department. Uh, overseeing and making decisions for everyone, um, or at least having the last say for everyone uh, within the performance department. Now, there are some pros and cons to this, right? The biggest pro to this model is that you now have someone who is typically an outside entity uh, making final decisions that should be only have the best interest of the athlete in mind. This then would insulate everyone under that person and kind of separate them from the coaching staff. So looking at it as, you know, from the SNC point of view, a positive to this would be the removal from certain activities that could put you in harm's way for your career, like these extra workouts or whatever it may be, or punishments if people are still doing that. The cons, though, um, when you look at this, and we're so greatly brought up by some of the people involved, um, shout out to them, is the biggest one, in my opinion, is that the negative is also a positive, and that is that they are an outside entity. And when you have someone who is overseeing the entire program, process, whatever it may be, uh, if they are not completely engulfed in the culture, in the society that is built within that athletic department, they may or may not be able to have a full understanding of everything going on in that situation. They may not totally know the kid very well. They may not know the coaches very well. They may not know the rest of the support staff very well and all the access to whatever other uh, resources you may have uh, to better what these individuals are capable of doing and to to improve their their care. Now, I mean, obviously, too, uh, it went in the direction, as it usually does, is to typically physicians don't understand what we do. As strength and conditioning or sport performance, or whatever we want to call it, professionals. But I think that for today's talk, I'm going to stay away from that and I'm going to go in a different direction. Um, outside of them not being present, you know, the other issue that I have with that is that you know the first thing people say when they talk about the medical-based model is it's all it's based on athlete safety. Okay, cool, thanks. I don't know any situation now in sport and in this lawsuit-happy society that we live in where we are putting people in harm's way. So that, that, that in and of itself is a red flag to me. And on top of that, I think that the bigger problem with it is that it is a model. And we know that all models are wrong. Some are useful, but all of them are wrong. And I think there is some usefulness to this model. But where I think that all of these situations kind of run into the same problem, is we sit here and we talk about basically who's gonna have last say? Who's gonna be the person to make the last decision? Well, I'm gonna say that I think it should be two people. And it shouldn't be us. It shouldn't be the strength and conditioning coach. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening to this right now that are like, huh? But it shouldn't. At the end of the day, The number one person that should make that last decision is the athlete. But then if we want to talk about the rest of these things, right, the things that get in the way, and the primary reason that I think that the physician may not be the best person to lead this is that they are not completely engulfed in the culture of the team and the the department, and they aren't around every day, and they don't know the kids or the athletes as well as they should, and they don't have access to all the resources, Well then really, if you're looking at that and you want that person to be the figurehead of the team, of your performance team, and you don't have someone who their position is solely to be that, then the person that should be in charge of that team and should have the final decision, whether we like it or not, is the athletic trainer. It is. your sports medicine practitioner. They have direct access to all the physicians that you're going to work with. They have direct access to all the outside clinics for physical therapy that you may be using. They have direct access to all nutritional, mental health, all of those things. And, you know, again, something that they have that we don't is they have access to HIPAA privileges. So if we really are looking out for what's best for the young people that we get to work with, if we really are worried about making sure that they get the best care and are taking the best care of and are we are doing the best for them, then I think that we need to take a look at this quote-unquote medical model and tweak it a little bit so that we can do what's best for them. Now, I, before I get hate emails and tweeted at and all that, yo, know, I get it. There are some Athletic trainers that I've worked with that, yeah, I wouldn't let them pick my shoes out, let alone what exercises I use. But I think that that's more of an issue of hiring than it is the situation. It's also a bigger issue of communication than it is of the situation. You need to be able to communicate what you're doing and why you're doing it and how you're doing it and things that are good, bad, or indifferent. You need to be able to sit down and talk with them about this. Are there some things that they may not grasp? Sure. There's some things we don't grasp that they do, too. Let's remember that. But at the end of all of it, they are the ones that should have the final say. And I think that, really, what's been most successful for for us being the team that I get to work with in this is really the fact that Neither of us care where the, you know, the credit goes for whatever is good, bad, or different, but we're always on the same page, and we're always talking about what we're doing and where we're going, and we're always looking at what we can do better, both of us. We're always talking about where these, you know, young people are with their development, with their preparation, with their rehabilitation with their attitudes, with their motivation, with their nutrition, with their sleep habits. We're always trying to find better ways to do this. And I think that the fact that we do these projects together and we try to dig and find better answers together have been the driving factor behind why we are able to work at a higher level together. And working at a higher level with a performance team is going to allow your athletes to at least be taken care of better. So, I don't know if that's what you expected to hear come out of my mouth or not, but it's true. And I know I've tooted my man's horn a couple times, but I also don't know full candor if I would be saying the things if it wasn't for Adam. Because the relationship that I have with my sports medicine practitioner that I get to work with is really second to none. And the dude's a stud, and he gets it done, and we are, we're we're always communicating, we're always working to find better ways, and we're both very open to listening to what the other one says. Now, again, full disclosure, it wasn't always like that. You know what, you gotta check it at the door, man. Because the more you work on these projects together, gonna get a different set of eyes with a different brain behind it with some different thoughts work on the projects together come to conclusions together weigh the pros and cons together and at the end of the day what you're gonna be doing for the kids it's gonna be better so I encourage you to continue to develop continue to grow and to continue to push to do better for your athletes that you get to work with, but I also continue to develop, grow, and push to do better to communicate and work in conjunction with your sports medicine practitioner. Because again, the better that goes, the better things go for the kids. So it's not always easy, it's not always great. Things aren't always perfect. There's bumps in every road. It doesn't matter how recently it was paved, but. Take a step back and f- try to figure out what's best for the kids. And if something is really being done that you hold steadfast and true to being something that is not the best way to do it, then you've got to sit down and communicate that. And you've got to make sure that you get it through their head what your problem is with it and how you too can do better. Not how they can do better or how you want to do better. How you too can do better. Because the more you make it about us and not about me versus you, the more that relationship is going to flourish and the better you're going to be for the kids. As always, guys, truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.